0: Hello and welcome to Stay Paid, the sales and marketing podcast from Reminder Media, where we bring you actionable advice to help you grow your business so you can live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. My name is Joshua Stike, and as always, I am joined by Luke Acri. What is up, everybody? What is up with you,
1: Luke? How's uh, it going? I am beat down today, man. Beat down? I am beat down. I'm not going to lie. Not what gonna not You ever have those days where it's like, You feel or you have these issues. Maybe a real estate agent can really, you know, feel camaraderie with this, where it's like you have all these issues that you're solving when you're trying to get through the close of the home. And it's like you're in that negotiation period where it's like, okay, they they did the initial offer. We accepted it. Now they're doing the due diligence. And you go and you come back and you go, okay, they wanted this, this and this. And you fix those three things. And you're like, you're right right there. And then all of a sudden, a crazy thing. Pops out of nowhere. <laughs> and you just go, I I was joking with somebody today. I'm not gonna mention who. Makes a question. But I, I, I reality. said, is it a full moon? Is that what it is? Yeah. Is there a full moon about to happen? Is that why all these crazy things are happening right now? That it's just like, how did this happen? You just wonder how I can't give details, but if you're if you find yourself there where you are at the point of getting a deal across the finish line and another crazy thing happens. Take my advice from last podcast. Laugh at yourself or breathe a little bit or throw a water bottle at the camera or something. I get don't it know. out and get back yeah, to work. Get right? back to work. I need a punching bag in my office. Yeah. Well, probably not HR appropriate. <laughs> speaking of today, I don't know how
0: to segue. I was going to say speaking of punching yeah, bags. Speaking but of but pun- punching something... But anyway, today we are going to be talking about the backbone of any service-based sales professional's value proposition, and that is your local president, or uh, presence. Yes, president. your local the president. Got election's on the brain. <laughs> More than likely, if you're listening to this podcast, your customers are your neighbors or soon-to-be neighbors if they're moving into the area. And in order to build trust and attract people to choosing you you have to position yourself as a local expert and become well-known in your community. As the internet and social media sites have allowed business professionals and consumers to connect across the globe, there may be no better time in history to set yourself apart by showcasing your ability to connect and be knowledgeable at a hyper-local
1: level. Well, I think this gets into the whole thing with marketing today about relevancy. We were talking about this on a call we did today, where the issue with marketing is most marketing is not relevant, that's why you ignore it. Average human being sees 5,000 messages a day. From a marketing perspective, we've all heard these stats before because we've shared them on the podcast. I think this idea of becoming your local expert attacks from one angle. It's not everything, right? So just being a local expert is not gonna make your business blow up. You need a multitude of strategies. Yes. But this one strategy of becoming the local community expert, the person that the resource that people go to, that is a way of attacking this problem with marketing because Your chances of being relevant to your sphere, your chances of being relevant to your prospect base when you actually talk about something that's local Mm -hmm. is so much higher than if you send them just a generic piece of content or you send them something, you know, that doesn't necessarily have to do with their community. Like, put it this way. Here's a good example. Yeah. If I send you the average home sale price, right, in the United States— you could care less. Yep. If I send you the average home sale price in your neighborhood, you care. Yep. Why? The only difference there is relevancy. Yeah. It's just yeah. the relevancy of the content, and that's why becoming a local expert is so important. Yeah, it's, such a, it's, a, it's a weird topic to kind of
0: spend a lot of time on because whenever we were thinking through this and I was kind of going through the notes ahead of time, I'm thinking, Well, of course, you know, you have to be a local expert, especially if you're in the industry of real estate, but really any service-based service that's serving a community, you have to be in tune with your industry. But I think it is um, more and more relevant and important to understand that the value there, like it's so much easier to get lost on our phones today and just kind of get on Facebook and be absorbed in everything else that's going on and forget that you have to make it a priority and make it part of your strategy to get involved in the community. I, I don't know about, about you, I feel like the community is becoming less and less because yeah, it's, everything's it's, online. It's becoming more,
1: it's becoming so there's, global.
0: The community, we're
1: becoming way more connected. We see this even, you mentioned politics, but you see this in politics, but you see this across the board in business. It is now becoming a global economy, for lack of a better word. So it's the same for your sphere of influence. You're you're starting to have a global sphere of influence. Yeah. So, thinking through this, we kind of wanted
0: to try and break it down. Obviously, you know, you guys should know the value of being a local expert, but what are some things specifically that you can do? to help Mm -hmm. showcase that and really leverage that for your marketing, Uh, I think as we know and we've talked about on the podcast a number of times, you have to be number one or number two on your potential prospect's mind. So these would be community members. In order to even have a chance of being used, you have to be one or two when being thought of. So a couple things that um, we thought we could dive down uh, deeper into a little bit, and this was one of the suggestions we've actually gotten from uh, some of our listeners, was really talking more about testimonials. So testimonials is a great Mm -hmm. way to show off your local expertise and connect with your community because these are people that are living in their community they have the shared the same shared yep. experiences and potentially shared values shared pain points that other people within your community could do. And uh, I think one of the first things that we would recommend when getting testimonials would be to really focus on your online reviews. Yes. And in order to do this, you need to have all of your things set up. You have to have your Google business page set up Mm -hmm. so that you can uh, Google places so that you can have people review you on Google. That's gonna help your search engine results. You know, When people are searching for you, they'll actually Mm -hmm. find testimonials and ratings right there on the search engine, but also your Facebook business page so that people can review and recommend you on there as
1: well. Yeah, well, it's interesting. we're talking about becoming a local expert, right? Which is really when you when you sum it up from a marketing standpoint, you're really building out your brand. And when you really think about it, it's like who do you want to be known? What do you want to be known as? Do you want to be known as a real estate agent? Do you want to be known as a community resource? Do you want to be known as a community advocate? Your online reviews are part of that story that's being told about you. They're, They're one of the ways that your brand gets told, the story of your brand gets told. And so from a perspective of online reviews, I think in today's world, and I shouldn't really say this because it probably always mattered, but I think online reviews matter so much more today than they have in the past because we are flooded now with... We have flooded with information. And so what is the trust signal that you can get uh, from from the product you're trying to purchase, the the person you're trying to use? How can you sort and sift through the BS, for lack of a better word? And one of the ways I do it immediately is through online reviews. And then if you notice, I noticed this the other day when I was on a site. um, I was actually on a printer site that was printing t-shirts. So a buddy of mine has a company that prints t-shirts. And I saw his reviews said, verified. So it's already even gotten to the point with online reviews that online reviews now can be verified. So under the the er verified review. But a couple tips I would give you when collecting your online reviews is one is you got to make it super easy. I think the problem with online reviews, twofold. One, you don't ask. And then you don't ask consistently. So it's just like everything in life. If, if you ask one time and you don't receive, ask again and ask again. People need reminders. So that's simplistic. You got to take action. You got to ask and you got to ask consistently. But you got to make it easy for people. What does that look like? Well, what that looks like is basically spell out for them what you want them to do. You could make it as simple as putting the questions, Josh, how would you rate my customer service? That's a great idea. Jo- yeah, like, yeah. like literally just have them answer the questions. Yep. And then you can take that and ask them and say, hey, can I put this in a customer review of how you rated me? And it makes it just so much easier because I'm willing to give reviews for people, but what I'm not willing to do is sit down at a blank and piece of paper. find them. Well, first or find, find where to, to put do it. them. Right. Yeah, and so give down. them a link directly yep. to your Facebook page or
0: your Google review, whatever that link would be to, to process that. And then the next thing is start... Get, get the easy. writing prompts going. Make it easy. Give them the
1: questions that they can simply answer as opposed to having to start from scratch. Yep. And ask for reviews after you've done something nice for somebody. So yes. it's the reciprocity effect. Yep. Don't ask, not that you shouldn't, but don't ask for reviews just randomly. Ask for reviews right after the closing. Ask for reviews right there. Meaning, like I always give the tip, my brother does it all the time, and it's awesome for him because he he gets at the at the closing table, he snaps a picture of him, he snaps a picture of him with the clients, him with the mortgage person, and guess what he does? He posts it, he tags everybody in it, their family members see it, they start commenting. It's just like this social engagement that happens. But what's triggered right there is he's never posted a closing photo with Frowning people, <laughs> meaning they're happy at that point. There's reciprocity that's taking place at that point. It's so simple to just a great ask. idea
0: there that I just thought of would be to put your put your instructions for leaving a review in your closing gift. Oh, yeah, that's actually really good. <laughs> and that way, whenever they get <laughs> because, home, they're pulling yep. out everything. Yep. You know, it's right there. As because my it's realtor, I gave me
1: 250 bucks in a gift card. Wow. I think as a closing gift, gave to. me $250 in a gift card. If he would have put... the instructions yeah, for If he would have right put... There. I mean, I gave him a review because of just the work I'm in. But the point is, if, if he would have put that, it would have been so much more even likely, if I wasn't the person I am, to give him a review because we made it simple.
0: And then when you get these online reviews, make sure you're using those in your marketing... Um, not everyone will necessarily go and seek out the reviews like we're talking about here. So make sure you're pulling out the the best comments or the best reviews you have. And when you're promoting yourself in your Facebook ads or you're showcasing posts in your organic uh, social media posts, if yep. you're doing Instagram stories, call out some of those things that people have said that you really see as a value that you provide. Make sure that you're, you're
1: bragging. Yep. Brag about your reviews. Well, there's a review people don't think about. Every time you say review, you probably think of your clients that you're servicing. Yeah. But also, and there's going to be a consistent theme that I'll talk about through this local expert. But your partners, yeah, because there's trusted people in the community that you work with that are also trying to build local expertise or are being known as a local expert in your community. Insurance agent, mortgage broker, financial advisor. All you guys are so interconnected. Real estate agent, you're also interconnected. What if you had reviews? from other professionals that were trusted in the community, pastors in the community. I know that sounds crazy, but my dad's a pastor. If my dad in Fluvanna County recommends somebody, well, he's been a people pastor listen. in Fluvanna County for 29 years. Yeah. So people listen, his sphere, He's so look for influencers in the community and, and service them and have them write a review on you because not only are you getting a review that's obviously gonna trigger, you know, people wanna buy from you, the trust signals, all that stuff, it's gonna allow you marketing material, but most importantly, when you're reviewed by other local community experts, it automatically raises you to that level, i.e., if I my brand's right beside Nike, what do you think of my brand? Mm-hmm. You, you, you automatically, yep. from the just association, think of me that way. So yeah. don't forget you know, influencers in the community, try to get them to review you, try to get them to talk about you.
0: Another great idea beyond reviews would be uh, writing case studies on uh, clients that you've helped with in the past. So this is a great idea for if you're having trouble writing, you know, coming up with content or starting a blog or something like that. Tell the story of of a client with permission, obviously. Get permission from your clients, but really focus on the problem. So in in a case study, you really want to start off by saying, you know, Jane and Bill had this problem. This is the steps that we took to try and solve this problem. Here's the resolution of Jane and Bill's problem, and here's how I helped. So you really want to paint the picture. That's actually
1: really good. We should put that... Of and Jane that, that's, Bill no, no, that's yeah, no, but we should put that structure in the show notes. Like, that's a good downloadable, if we put that together that way when you guys are listening to this, you can just download and literally the structure, that yeah. structure that you just mentioned right there, it makes it so simple. I struggle as a, I don't know if it's because I'm a sales type person, I struggle when I look at a blank page of paper just I just struggle to start and so, so yeah. if there's an outline so we should put that in an outline
0: and then try and keep um, the focus of those case studies on on the local knowledge that you used so one of the examples that uh, I was talking with Luke about earlier before the podcast was my wife and I, we wanted to stay within the same school district whenever we mm-hmm. moved. And we even wanted to stay within the same elementary school. There was a situation at the time where one of the elementary schools was closing down. So we knew which elementary school we would be moving to. And most of our kids' friends would be moving to. Sure. So like we drove our realtor nuts, but she did everything she could. Like she she could have easily, and, I, and we've had this experience with other realtors where they'll just send you everything. It's like they won't really Correct. filter yes. down and show yep. you what you're looking for. She got it extremely specific and local and did not bother us with you know, frustrating us by sending us houses that she knew we wouldn't consider because we would have to move schools or anything like that. So that's an, an example of the steps that you took to help solve a pain point or something that my wife and I were looking for. And if you, if you write that story and yep. you share it on your blog, you share it on your social media, you put that that's out the there. Key. That's
1: the key. Yes. Sharing it. it, it well, right. the key is what I was going to say is that you're, you, she solved the problem for you now take that and share that story to right. everybody. Yeah. Take that and share that story to everybody. Specifically though, on the knowledge base that she brings to the table. Keep in mind the purpose of this podcast, guys, is how do you brand yourself as the local business or local expert? You brand yourself as a local expert. Why? This example you're giving, you know the school districts. Right. You know the school districts, and I'm not going to just say on my website and brand me, I know the school districts. I'm actually <laughs> going to tell a story of, I helped Josh and Stacy find this home and this school district. Well, a story
0: is always more powerful Correct. than a statement. It, mm-hmm. it will always be more powerful. Um, another way to tell a story is through video testimonials. Yes. So this is something we've talked about in the past. I think we even had an episode on how to do yep. video. Or oh, dude,
1: there's a great idea here that yeah. I have worked with realtors to do. This again, it involves around your partners. You have a perfect video to do with your partners. Pull up your camera when you're ne- when you're next to your insurance agent, your mortgage broker. Have them share what they do on video. And then vice versa, you do it for them, they'll share it with their audience. My brother Steven has done this. They'll share it with their audience, you share it with yours. It's an unbelievable way to start Mm cross-pollinating and literally it's so simple because the the reason you don't do video is because you don't have content. That's literally content for you right there. You have at least five business partners today if you don't recognize it. You have at least five business partners that your company's probably touching constantly for each of your clients. Every one of those should have a video, not only on your site, but on your Facebook feeds. And then think about it this way. They have local knowledge, right? They have their business knowledge. What if you guys got together? There's a realtor that I was talking to and coaching, um, uh, Lindsay, um, and she did this coffee time. Mm -hmm. And she started doing this coffee time, basically podcast. And went live with it, right? Yeah, I think she went live with it. She was going live with it. But the idea was basically just Other industry experts, she was talking about things that were going on in her community, same type of idea. The hardest part about doing video or doing any of this stuff is content, is coming up with the ideas. We struggle with it in our own business. We struggle with it in going, hey, what what type of content can we come up with that's gonna be relevant, that's gonna engage people, That's perfect because you're adding value through your vendors, but at the same time, you're being able to cross-pollinate databases, social networks, all that good stuff.
0: And it's so easy now to get the equipment that you need to do a high-quality video. You can, I looked it up before coming on the podcast, $30 tripod from Amazon that your phone sits in, and a $100 um, shotgun mic that plugs right into the audio jack or the dock connector on your iPhone. You don't even really need the shotgun You don't mic. even need that, but one, But like, let's like, say you wanted to sit down. I mean, my video people are looking at me going, <laughs> you need the shotgun you need mic. The shotgun no. mic. But you let's say you wanted to sit down at, in a coffee shop or yep. something like that, right after the closing, if you're sitting down yep. in the office, hey, do you mind if I grab you for a quick minute and just talk about our experience yep. here? Sit down on a couch with them, sit down on the chairs with them, talk about that. Another Dude, way to using, do it would be to I'm do uh, a yeah. Skype interview. Call them up on Skype,
1: yep. do an interview over that. Here's Use- a great idea for a video. We just thought of this, came to me. <laughs> Go to your local coffee shop and interview people what they love the most in the community. <clears throat> just literally, yeah. they're in line for coffee. Maybe you buy people. Buy coffee. coffee. The person who gives you the best, I just hit Josh. You like, I will. On. I'm just like That's punching right. them. I will do it for The coffee. person who gives you the best answer, buy them a coffee. Like, literally, like you can sit there, you can go, hey, I'm a realtor in the local community. You know, I love this place. I love, you know, King of Prussia. Want us to know what you like the best about King of Prussia. <laughs> great idea. It's a great idea. That's and then idea. all of a sudden, you're getting social engagement. Some people might think you're weird and awkward. But I will tell you this. If you wear a suit one time to work mm-hmm. and no one else wears suits, you're the weird guy with suits. If you wear a suit every single day for 90 days at work, you're the guy just that wears suits and it's normal. Meaning, like, when you get on video and you do it one time and it's awkward and you stop, then you're the weird one. You are the weird one. Right. But if you keep going, you're the weird, awkward guy on video and people love it. And, And the point being is what I'm saying is that this will feel awkward doing these things, but if you do them consistently, you will find success. Some of the times I watch people on Instagram, and no offense to the people I watch. But I'm like, holy crap, this is so awkward. I feel awkward right now watching this, and it's a story. But the more and more I just watch it, and I just I kind of, of- fall in love I with it. It just, just, like, just yeah, kind of, go, is Well, weird. I kind of watch you for this awkwardness. It's kind of <laughs> weird. But, and the point being, and I don't judge them On necessarily their business expertise or something like that. That's the weirdest thing to me psychologically. I'm not understanding why that happens. It would be an interesting study psychologically. Is that the weirdness that some people do or how awkward people are sometimes on video or through their Instagram, through their Facebook and stuff like that doesn't translate to me lowering my judgment of how they would do business, which is a really good point
0: to make. It's endearing. And like you said, if it's consistent, then you start to understand it and it's authentic. And that's at the end of the day, this is why you want to do this. And how it ties back to local presence is people want to see real people, and so if you're talking to people, you're interviewing people in your local community about the experience they had with you, there's a chance other people that know them yep. or know something else that they're involved with, or they are yep. on the same soccer team as, as you know, their kids are on the same soccer team or something like that, there's a chance you're going to, much better chance you're gonna make that connection within the local community, which yep. is why we would recommend It's all about
1: it. finding like-minded people who who have interest in the same thing yeah. you have interest in.
0: So the next thing that we would uh, talk about would be tailoring your content. So this would be tailored yep. content specifically um, By local content for locals, so if you're, if you're, um, this is where you would get a little bit deeper, a little bit maybe even into more of the history or the pride in the area that you live, or local content for transplants. So this would be taking people who are looking to move into the area and giving them a better idea of what's available, what restaurants are out there, what shops are out there, what school districts are out there. That's another great
1: tip. Do on your Instagram story, do a question thing on your Instagram and post and say. What what do you want to know about the community? Like what what's the thing that intrigues you the most about King of Prussia? What's what do you? Why want, is it called what, King of what Prussia? What events do you want to know? Yeah, first yeah, yeah seriously. Why know. is it called King of Prussia, Pennsylvania? But um, like from a question standpoint, like I consider myself to be the local expert. Ask me any question about King of Prussia, yeah, it's great. and yeah, see what yeah. questions you have, and then go. This is the Eric Fang podcast or whatever mm. that it like. Go back to watch his podcast because it's unbelievable. Like. Content Like, find the answers to what people want to know. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're the local expert and you don't have content, well, ask people, what do they want to know? What do they want to know about the community? Like, I always want to know, like, where's the local farmer's market? Yeah. Like, I always want to know those type of things. Or like, growing up, it was like, where was the basketball courts? Now, obviously, you might not care about that, but the point being is like, if you can have if you can ask your audience what they want to know, you have content now to produce, and at the end of the day, you'll end up becoming the expert, which will add value, and then that's what builds, obviously, the clientele. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, so taking time, you know, really, how do you how do you make this content? Number one, you can create it. Number two, you can curate it. So you can yep. find other people's content and post that. So if you are creating content, we would absolutely recommend that you schedule time each week to kind of look back and just share Share your week, so obviously we preach Instagram stories and we preach social media, so keeping people up to date with what Mm -hmm. you're doing in the now, that's really what all the social media sites are about, but if you're doing blog posts and you're looking at other ways to get your content out there, look at the restaurants that you went to, look at the shows that you attended Mm -hmm. this week, look at the various events that you would've participated in. Right now it's the fall, it's a big time for fall events to be happening and, and different community events Write something about that. Write what your experience was. Write, um, I'd be about curious the to that know if anybody
1: in our audience actually writes content. Yeah, like has the time to write content because I think the pain point here is that unless you love writing, which some might, I would be really curious to know if and so comment, guys, on this Facebook Live or comment on our podcast. I would be really curious to know if you actually write. Uh, what did
0: David decell said it? He, he he wakes up at four o'clock in the morning, yep, or it's five o'clock. you wake up at four o'clock in the morning too. I'm yep. trying to get there. I'm at six right now. So I'm working <laughs> slowly in fifteen minute incrementals back to yeah. Four, good luck four o'clock. <laughs> but um no, uh, he he says that he writes that in the morning and he just spends an hour. Yeah, you have before to dedicate he hits the, the gym. Time. he you just to... he sits there and writes and then he hits the gym and then by the time he's at work, he's there before everyone else anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's really just kind of getting that time and prioritizing it in your schedule. Um, creating videos like you mentioned is a great way. and then really kind of sharing your backstory. If you're a native of the area, yep. you know, share your own stories and memories of yep. the places, how things have changed. You know mm-hmm. these are things that we think about. Just put them on put them pen to paper or fingers to keyboards.
1: Oh, oh and start another writing about great it. tip thats um I forget I'm not giving credit where credits due, but this is a realtor that did it. He took a picture of places in his community. Ran contest on Facebook and said, Whoever can guess where this That's is, great. I'll give you a $100 gift card. I remember that. I forget his he name. He actually ran it in our I'm magazine. i say it's Gordon. Yeah, he ran it as admin. Uh, I'm ads sorry, man. If you listen to this, I totally <laughs> forgot. You can beat me up That's on That's a social fantastic media. idea. I forgot. It's about a that. great idea. Like you, you're the local expert. You take a picture of something in the community yeah. and you go, Guess where this is? First person to guess it gets a gift or something like that. That's awesome. You could send them our magazine.
0: Curating content, another way, like I said, going out and and making sure that you're subscribing to your local news, that you're reposting stuff. One of the things that um, I thought was cool that just popped in my mind, the hometown where I grew up, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, was recently ranked number one, best place to retire in the country. Lancaster? Lancaster,
1: Pennsylvania. Was ranked number one? Oh my gosh. It
0: beat out Florida. I think there were seven (laughs) Florida cities. Or something. that's the first time like a city in Florida hadn't gotten number one. But that's just something. Like I said, if you're following local news and yep. you're, uh, don't oh, just, don't be a Promote consumer that of the like news. Crazy. Make sure that you're
1: you're yep. then sharing it. That yep. you're connecting other people or giving to that. your thoughts on it and add your own. Like commentary. one of the things right. we do really poorly here at Reminder Media, and I don't know if it's because we're nervous of being too controversial, but we don't really give our own thoughts on a lot of times. Like. Uh, stories in the news, and, and I'm not I'm not saying you have to be political or something like that. I'm not talking about that type of controversy, but I'm just talking about what you truly believe in, because I think people really connect with that. And you might, you know, Grant Cardone says it best, half the world might hate you, but half the world loves you, if that's the case. Meaning, like, that tends to how it always be. It's like, yeah, people might hate you. you like, you really know you make it when you have haters. So, right. Well, it's the problem
0: with being lukewarm.
1: Yeah, it's correct. Right? And, and people spit side, you out. And yeah, at yeah, people, at that point. Point. <laughs> people <laughs> spit you People spit you out when you're lukewarm. Oh, man, I had another <laughs> your background, coming. Yeah, it right is there. the pastor. You neither <laughs> hot nor cold. If you're lukewarm, you get spit out. Here's another easy content creation for you for tailored content that's local reviews of the restaurants. Yeah. In your because my wife and I like to go out, and we're constantly and we're, we don't even consider ourselves foodies at all because we're not. I, my taste buds would not allow me to be a foodie. In um, we are constantly looking for like where should we go and you know, finding a great new idea? spaces. Um, Follow Groupon,
0: like yeah, promote, promote Groupons that are happening on restaurants yeah, in, just in your local area. Hack,
1: it's just, you're just hacking. You're right. just hacking someone else's work Adding in value. a good way, in a good way.
0: Adding value so, and you can add your own commentary on what you thought of the restaurant. Yeah. And you could count all of those meals as a business expense <laughs> because technically <laughs> you're posting it and using it for your business. Is that how that's tax works? Right. <laughs> Maybe. I don't, I'm not giving tax
1: advice on this <laughs> podcast, that's
0: for sure. <laughs> The other one, though, that we would say, and this is probably the most obvious, would be get out there. And Luke, you were talking this uh, about this a little bit um, when you were saying connecting with uh, other businesses. Yeah, like your partners. Um, but really, you were kind of hitting on it in terms of like, know your community. Mm-hmm. You know, know the coffee shops. Know the street names. Learn the quickest routes to the airport from each neighborhood walk drive around make sure that you have a, a real intimate knowledge of your community so that whenever people are asking you for a recommendation or asking you about an area it's instant you know you don't have yep. to say well let me get back to you which is okay if you have to say that don't you know don't make something up yeah. if you don't know say i don't know i'll get back to you but so that you're able to to service those clients within the moment because it could be the difference between them continuing to work with you correct or looking for someone else at that
1: point well you know i think what's really really critical here is that you touch on on the Halo effect or giving back to your community. The Halo effect is when you associate with good things, people automatically give that impression about you. Yeah. Meaning like and, and that this, this shouldn't be the reason, I'll make this statement. It shouldn't be the reason why you get involved in a charity. It's just so you can look like a good person. That's terrible. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with understanding that, hey, as a business, we wanna be a business that not only you know, makes money and, and helps people solve problems, but creates impact in our community. And there are so many local charities. You had written down Phil Abundance for us, which yeah. is like a, you know obviously, food bank mm-hmm. um, here in the local area. But there's so many charities, but find something you're passionate about because you really can capitalize on that in a couple different ways. One is you're, de- you're giving back to your community and that will result in obviously change lives, and that's the most important. Second is the halo effect. Yep. People will automatically, if you give back and, and you are associated with a charity, and that they're going to see you as someone who's not just about making money, not just about closing deals, but actually supporting people and, and doing good things. And then third, the people who run the charities are influencers. I talked about my dad being a pastor. Yep. They're influencers. They don't see themselves a lot of times as influencers. If I asked my dad, is he an influencer in Fluvanna County, Virginia, he would say no. But the reality is, he has hundreds of people that he is engaged with, involved with, throughout the community. He's an influencer in the community and people respect their opinion. Mm-hmm. And so when you can network at that level with people who are influencers, Good things happen because your network is your net worth, and your sphere you're, I mean, I mean, what are you the basically, you're the sum of the six people that you're closest with. Yeah. But the point being is that if you network with these people and get involved with these people and help these people, help these people, they're going to turn around and help
0: you. Yeah. And that should be the first reaction to anyone that you're looking to connect with is how can I bring value to
1: you? I had to say that because I know you would just do it for the sheer just marketing (laughs) standpoint. (laughs) Not me. I'm actually a good person. But Josh over here, he just take advantage of people.
0: (laughs) 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 He doesn't know what to say to that. Yeah. If you're connecting with businesses,
1: (laughs) you know, (laughs) Andrew's laughing
0: at me. I don't
1: know. That's Um, not true. Ladies and gentlemen, he's more giving than me. I'm the more salesperson.
0: (laughs) Out of but us. yeah, when you're connecting <laughs> with area businesses or you're walking in, you know, don't walk in and say, hey, I can you help me with this? Walk in and say, how can I help yes, you? How correct. can I help your business? Yes. How can I bring value Super to you? Simple. It's what uh, we had a podcast with Ed Stulak last week. I think that's coming out uh, this Friday um, after or I'm sorry, I guess now we're in the past. I get confused with yeah. our lives <laughs> versus our podcast too, like too on much last Friday if you're listening on the podcast on oh. iTunes uh, he has a great great message with how he approaches uh, that yeah, mentality of people. how can yep. I help you first and foremost um, another thing that is coming up it's super timely today as we are recording this live with Halloween being tomorrow um, making sure that you're using the holidays to expand your reach so we have some awesome printables oh yeah this a quick is great. plug for American uh, and put this on, for American sure in the, in the show media? notes Andrea are they on American Lifestyle or Reminder Media? The printables. Reminder Media. ReminderMedia.com. Put it, and we'll put it in the show Slash printables, yeah. yeah. But there's uh, Candy... Uh, tags, cards that you can print out mm-hmm. that you can uh, attach a piece of candy to. It has a cute little marketing message to it. But then what they did, if you're part of our client Facebook group, so you have to join our client Facebook group if you want this. Ooh. But then what they did was they made printables for little wine bottles. Oh, so sweet. while the parents are walking the kids around for <laughs> Halloween, you pass one of those to the parents, and it says like, uh, "We do love wine. It, One of them's like, "Here's your booze." Here for the booze, Here for the booze right? Oh, so what did awesome. the ghost bring to the Halloween party? I don't know. Booze. Booze. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. (laughs) Drop the mic. And then you print your business card on the back. And again, so this is just a way to be present in your community, right? You're there. You're letting people know. Mm -hmm. um, You're providing them value because you're giving them some booze. But then you're also letting them know.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: You're also That's there, true. You're there for their, uh, for any other needs that they might uh, have yep. with your service.
1: Do we talk about, I don't think we mentioned, but I think it's good, like sponsoring local sports teams or yeah, youth groups or you stuff would. like that. I definitely. think I mentioned charities, but this you can also. This is just connecting do.
0: with values, right? Yeah. This is just finding what people. What are you passionate about? You want about? to work with people yep. that have the same values and the same like mindedness that you have, obviously. Yep. So if you're out there and you're passionate about youth programs, then go out and sponsor, mm-hmm. figure out how you can get involved with youth programs. That's really all it's about. I would not do anything disgenuinely. I would not stick your logo on the back of a softball shirt just because you want to market Yeah, it won't we'll do business. anything for you. Right.
1: What, what, what sponsoring a youth group will do for you or sponsoring a youth baseball team is only if you're involved more than that sponsorship. That will only if you do it. And and that could be a couple different ways. You could do it constantly. Mm -hmm. You're always the guy that sponsors it. And so you're showing that it's just not about a one time marketing thing or you're actually there. Like you you support the team. Maybe you have a kid on the team. That's always a great one. If you have a kid on the team, that's always a great one.
0: And then, of course, you know, we're going to say it at the end, but track your efforts. Yeah. If you don't track, track. you basically (laughs) are just going to die. If you're out there blogging, I, make sure yeah, you you're could rev- quote that. If you're gonna, you don't track your stuff, Do, you're gonna die. Track or die. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> that. I think we got that. Yeah, that'll be the Put, quote for this yeah. Instagram story. But if you're blogging, yeah, review your analytics. Look at how mm-hmm. many people are reading your page. Look how long they're staying on the page. Start to track and measure. It's the only way that you're going to get better. If you're seeing people aren't spending time on your pages you know, then you're going to want to adapt, try new things, try and get better. If you're running Facebook ads, make sure that they're hyper local. Um, Don't advertise a community thing to your entire state. You know, learn how Facebook ads work. If you need help with that, we have above the noise videos on it. We have podcasts on it. We have blog posts on it. Make sure that you're going hyper local with that. And then reviewing your reach engagement, any leads that you might be getting from that. And then the biggest thing, and this is one that we learned from Colton Lindsay, was if you're throwing an event or something, make sure that you have all of your measurables in place before that event and that you're oh, yeah, that planning your touch points what he did. prior to the event. You're planning what you're doing during the event to connect or network with people. Mm-hmm. And then after the event, what is your touch point strategy so that you're not only maximizing the investment of that event, but then you're able to actually track the business results from it.
1: And all that was around a community event, which basically labels him as a community expert. And he got partners to sponsor the event. I mean, it's an amazing podcast. Go back and listen to that podcast because it really was incredible how he took one event in his community to promote things. And it was all about, in his heart, it was all about that he wanted to give people away in his community to be able to bring their kids to something that doesn't cost really any money and have an experience. And he knew that if he did that, people would then talk about him and and obviously refer him and and do business with him and it's paid off, I mean, crazy. It's built his whole business off of it, it's insane. (laughs)
0: So that's, uh, that's it. I, I've been told that I add in the podcast too abruptly, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it out there and see if... <laughs> so that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Do you have anything
1: else to say, Luke? <laughs> um, guys, all of this means nothing. Mark's looking at his watch right now. All of this means nothing if you don't do anything about it. Yeah. You have a choice right now. You can listen to this podcast and go, oh, you know that idea of actually posting on Instagram a question of, hey, what's the thing you want to know the most about King of Prussia? That's a good idea. If you don't actually do that... It means nothing. You literally just wasted 30 minutes or how late are we? 33 minutes, 33 minutes of your life listening to this podcast. If you don't implement something into your business from it and we, you know, the passion project or or the passion behind this project of Stay Paid is all about how do we give you at least one golden nugget, something that you can literally get off the podcast, get off your headphones of listening to and go, you know what? that was a good idea. Next time I'm with my insurance agent, I'm going to whip out my phone, go live and say, hey, I'm here with Josh, my insurance agent, man. He's done an amazing job for me and my clients. And I just wanted him to share with you guys what he does and how he's involved in the community here. And if you ever need anything, please use Josh. He's amazing. Because then you get a tag, Josh, and all that good stuff we talked about. But again, if you don't do at least one thing you're wasting 30 minutes of your life and I want you to listen to our podcast I love having viewers and downloads I think it's awesome but the purpose of this project is to give you guys actionable things that you can literally walk off of the podcast and go I'm gonna try that Well, the
0: whole point of the local expert is really just like again it, it's it seems so obvious but <clears throat> because it's what you do you are you are already the local expert it's taking the time to recognize it Look, how can I leverage this in my business and understand the importance of it? Because ultimately, it's going to be the difference between the top producers in your area and the mediocre producers is the ones that look at it, And not to do Luke's closing here, but the ones that look yeah, at it and actually take advantage of people
1: it. People no longer, and this is Grant Cardone, this is not me, but I, I tend to agree with this. People no longer do business with people they trust. They do business with people they know. Yeah. Meaning yeah. like, yes, you have to be trustworthy. And Greg Cardone, what he's trying to drive home, the point is if, if you're not known, Starbucks does not have the best coffee, he says. Yeah, just watch that does, video. Yeah, McDonald's <laughs> does not have the best burger. And I'm just like, yeah, he's freaking genius. It's known and availability. Yes, known and availability. Right. And what you're trying to do as a local expert is you're trying to get known. You're trying to get out there and be available. I'm sponsoring the youth baseball yep. team because I'm available. I'm doing That's these things. That's a great way to I'm sum not- it up.
0: Yeah. Absolutely awesome. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked this podcast, please go on iTunes, give us a five star rating, make sure to leave a comment. Also, make sure to subscribe, so we'd yes. love to make sure you're getting this yeah, every I just week. Scared
1: away all our viewers. <laughs> They're all like, "I wasted 34 minutes of my life." <laughs> Look us up
0: on iTunes, click that purple subscribe button. If you're on an Android and using you using another podcast thing, I don't know how to do that, but we'll f- we'll we'll some, figure it out. We'll figure out something. <laughs> we have a video coming out that shows you how to subscribe on all the different devices. You can also find our podcast in video form on youtube.com slash reminder make sure to tell someone else about the podcast today hopefully within your community and if you'd like to get a hold of me or luke please email us at podcast or find us on instagram or linkedin luke is at luke akery i am at josh Syke. And of course, you can check out Reminder Media on social media. We are at Reminder Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Pinterest. For this episode of Stay Paid,
1: I'm Joshua Steich. And I'm Luke Acre. I'm going to close with this action item. I didn't mention this on the podcast necessarily, but I think this is a really, really good one. <laughs> what are the top five most asked questions about your community in regards to your expertise? So, if it's a real estate agent, what are the top five things in your community, local stuff that affects real estate? If you're a financial advisor, same type of idea. If you don't have the answers to those questions, get them. And then more importantly, distribute those answers. Through video, through on your webpage, on your website, through Facebook, like distribute those. I think that's a really tangible action item that, hey, what are the five main questions that people wanna know about my community, specifically when it is involved with my profession? So guys, difference between top producer and mediocre producers, top producers take action. Take action on that today.